from the Caribbean and I'm a Christian boy. Hello and welcome. This is Inspiration for Your Day. I am so happy that you've decided to make inspiration a part of your day. I hope your morning has been going well, or perhaps you're listening to this a little bit later in the day. Whatever the case is, I am thrilled that you've decided to join me for another special podcast just for you with great Caribbean gospel music. And it's a full podcast today because we've got the Burning Love Outreach Moment with Pastor Sarita Jones-Harshaw. And today she's got a special because, you know, we just uh, finished celebrating Valentine's Day. Hope you had a nice uh, love-filled day with your loved ones. So we've got the Burning Love Outreach Moment and she's got a special segment titled A True Love Connection with the Montgomery's. So you want to stick around for that. And of course, we continue on with our series, Redemption Road. We've got just about three more episodes in the season. It's hard to believe that that eight weeks has gone by so quickly. But anyway, let's get started. Drawn Nurse with Caribbean Christian. No worry about nothing, it ain't got no weight limit Cause this party is heavenly, that's the problem gone away It's a new kind of dancing, can lead you to your healing So get up and dance, dance your problem them away I know you've been waiting long, but your breakthrough is today Forget about every negative thing, get up and dance into your blessing It might look confusing, but it's Caribbean Christian living Caribbean Christian, and dancing in my blood Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood, my blood. Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood. Caribbean mm. Christian and dancing in my blood, my blood. The whole me, the whole me, let me dance. The whole me, the whole me, let me dance. Oh yeah, let me dance with Jesus. Let me dance with Jesus. business to promote? Sign up now for the TLC business directory. Send an email to info at the lakesidechurch.ca. Fill in your business information and you're all set. Get the word out and increase your clientele. Sign up today. Are you or someone you love struggling with the chains of drug addiction? Do you feel like there's no hope or no escape from your situation? My name is Sarita Jones. I am the founder and president of Burning Love Outreach. This ministry is based upon my real life experience. Led by the Holy Spirit, I traveled from a life of darkness and despair, suffering from drug abuse and addiction, to be reborn to a life filled with light, hope, and love. My goal is to see others experience the same joyful rebirth to be bigger, bolder, and more valuable than they have ever imagined. For speaking engagements that will inspire a change in your community, please visit my website at burningloveoutreach.org. Remember, God has a plan for your life. So don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Hello, everyone. This is Sarita, your host, along with my co-host, Sylvia. We're here with you for a burning love moment. We have some 
special guest. And you know what a burning love moment is. That is a time to encourage and inspire our listeners who are dealing with everyday life issues. And we are going to hear about the special sauce that's been in this couple's marriage for over 30 years. Yes, we call it the special sauce. Yes. You know how McDonald's <laughs> have that two all beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese? Well, that <laughs> special sauce is what distinguishes that Big Mac from any other burger. And that is what is in this marriage. And they are going to share that with us. And we are yes. so excited. Sylvia, let them know how excited we are. I am, we are extremely excited. I tell you, I, you all are in for a treat. We all gonna be blessed tonight. So hey, you may have to take your pen and pencil out. You may have to stand still because you will be imparted to transform the sauce that you need in that relationship that you so in love with to spice it up. So we're looking forward to it, Serena. Yes. <laughs> so um, Sylvia, if you could just give yes. us a disclaimer for tonight. Absolutely. You all, you know, we love what we do, Sarita, and I love what we do. We're not uh, psychiatrists or psychologists, but we are licensed ministers on a mandate from God Almighty to bless his people. So we pray that you all will be extremely blessed as we continue to bring everything we have to you all. And saying that, Sarita, we'll just go right on into prayer. Okay. Father, we just thank you and praise you and honor you for this amazing time that you have granted unto us, Lord. We thank you for this moment of this platform of inspiration for your day, burning love moment that you have birthed us to impart into your listeners, Lord God. And we thank you for uh, Pastor Montgomery and co-pastor, Lord God, that's joining us tonight. Have thy way. We invite you in, Holy Spirit, that everything that you want to do, you will do it. We yield everything to you. This we pray and glorify you. In the matchless name of Ashur HaMashiach, Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. Hallelujah. Sarita, I'm excited. I'm Hallelujah. excited. Hallelujah. I am excited too. Thank you for that disclaimer and prayer, Sylvia. Well, as I mentioned earlier, our guests have been married for over 30 years. Yes. They are the founder and co-founder of Life Changing Experience Worship Center located in Pensacola, Florida. They have been in ministry for over 21 years and they have been a blessing to their community. They have been blessed with two beautiful daughters, Darian and Chloe. And recently they had an addition to their family. Oh, their wow. daughter, Darian, just I believe almost a month ago, if I'm not mistaken, she married the love of her life. So now they have a new son-in-law, Dion. So we thank God for that. They are a powerhouse. Let me tell you, they are anointed. Yes. They are spirit-filled. They preach the unadulterated word of God. And we are so excited to have them on a burning love moment. And last but not least, I, I just got to throw this in here. They are my family. <laughs> That's right. This is my sister and my brother. And I thank God for them. And yes. they are going to share with us tonight. So please welcome Pastor Daryl and co-pastor Karen Montgomery. Thank you for joining us. Amen. Thank you for having us. Thank you, thank you. You are welcome. So we're going to get right into it. We're just going to start um, with our questions and we want to know about that secret sauce because you two have been married over 30 years and mm -hmm. I'm saying what has kept you in love? Because you can see the love, you can feel the love, you can tell you still like each other. Um, <laughs> you know, some people are married and they don't like each other. They're, they don't they're, like they're, each they're other. married. The lady yeah. do her thing, the man does his thing, they don't do anything together. Wow. And, and I, my heart just goes out to them. So what has worked in your marriage? What is that sauce? And we want to know the flavor of that sauce too. <laughs> Absolutely. Sabrina, I, I think one of the things that um, we've tried to do, first of all, is to uh, be true to our vows uh, from a covenant standpoint. We never looked at the vows from a contract standpoint. Yeah. Uh, so what we promised to do to each other and to God, we took that serious individually. Mm. And so I believe when we formed that threefold chord, then God blesses what we do. Yeah. And we take each other seriously 
yeah. while at the same same time we don't take each other seriously <laughs> because the reason why we like each other is because we're best friends. We laugh, uh -huh. uh, and I think laughter is one of the things that um, if you don't have in your marriage to be able to laugh with your spouse, yeah. and sometimes even laugh at your spouse, mm -hmm. you're gonna miss a friend moment that yeah. can bridge the gap between irregularities, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and you're going to have those things. And so you gotta be able to have a friend, yeah. you know, and, and so what that brings me to is the three types of love. Phileo, mm -hmm. that's friendship. You yeah. got agape, that's that God, lock, that God type of love. But then you have mm -hmm. the eros. That's the romantic or erotic, where we get erotic love. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we're having difficulties or irregularities, we have to shift from one love to the next to get us back to where we need to. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes she don't like me. But she always loves me, and so she has she has to lean on agape, or even phileo, to get us back to eros. If uh -huh. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, and so, so so we tried to do that over the years, uh, and, and 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 you know we sneak off every now and then because you got to take time for yeah. yourself. Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest thing that has worked for us is we work as a team. We do. We, do. we work as a team. Yeah. We don't do anything. You know, one of the things that I that I teach when we do premarital stuff and we do our uh, wedding stuff and we do our marriage couples and all that is you give up the eye for the we. Yeah. Yes. If you understand that principle to give up the eye for the we and work as a team. There's nothing you cannot accomplish. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, and I, I just think I thank God for this. I think I did. I yeah. And what you said there is, is, you know what, it's so true. And you have to work as a team. Yes. And you have to, to be willing to take the good with the bad. Yes. yes. And to yes. honor your vows. And I think that's why there's a lot of divorces is because people are not honoring the vow, the covenant yes. they made, not only yes. with themselves, but with God. Yeah. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes, that's right. That they made a covenant with God mm -hmm. and ready to throw in the towel when things get rough and, and that's not going as smooth as you, as you want it to go. Sylvia? Yeah, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. You know, even in this, and Pastor, you can uh, help us out, uh, Pastor Karen and Montgomery. You know, in this pandemic that we're in, is so many people that have lost that sauce. And as you mm -hmm. know, the divorce rate has gone up. And even in the body of Christ. So what can what can you share with our listeners about how to bring that sauce back in? Because you said a powerful thing that when you don't honor the contract, you're honoring that commitment that you made that vow and, and building upon that love. What can you help, help the listeners with that are finding it hard during this time and literally throwing in the towel and saying it's done? So what can they bring? How can they bring that sauce back in? You know, yeah. get, get those juices back going again. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good question. Um, yes. one, one of the things Pastor and I have found over the years that we have to do, uh, Sister Sylvia, is we have to sometimes reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know people think that you shouldn't, but sometimes we go through different stages and mm -hmm. ages in our lives, and we're not the same people we were when we were 20. We that's got good. married when we were in our 20s. Yeah. And so one thing we do is we keep doing something else to bring back the spice. Like he said, in our 20s, we didn't have to go off to to spice up things because we was the spice was still there. <laughs> but then now we're in our 50s. Uh, so we do have to go off. We make it a point to do things together. And I think that's one of the things that has kept the spice because we've always made it a point, even though our lives are super busy, to do things together. Yes, you know, yes. uh, just about everything we do, we still at this point do it together. And I believe that is one of the secret sauce that has kept us, uh, our marriage strong and healthy yes. and uh, invigorate, you know, just just with a lot of uh, fun. Uh, we like to have fun together. And that's that's a main thing. You gotta smile and you gotta yes. laugh. That's and right. you have to just let your guard down sometimes and do things out the box that you yes. wouldn't normally, you know, do, such as, 
you know, he'll, one of the things I want to do for my birthday, which was super out the box before <laughs> the pandemic came, was I wanted to do that, um, that break out of jail thing. What is that called? Okay. The escape room. Escape room. <laughs> this is not him. But do you know he 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 did it with me, you know, so sometimes we have to compromise and do things with our spouses that we wouldn't normally want to do. And that, you know, that did the world for me when he did that. And I know that's not his thing, but we did the break out of jail when we had on orange jumpsuits to pass us. <laughs> We had on our little orange jumpsuits, you know, uh, when we did it. And we just have fun. You have to bring yeah. that, uh, bring, if, if you've lost the fun, bring it back, you know. Yeah. Bring it back into your marriage. And, uh, of course, pray about it. We're always very prayerful, and we continue to ask God uh, to give us wisdom in the, in the marriage because you need it. We That's need right. it, especially in this time where we're in the home together 24-7. Exactly. You know. Yes. You you, you kind of need to ask God to give you what you need uh, during yes. this marriage. So, yes. yeah, I love it. I love it. And you know what? It's you know we're we're all Christians. We're all believers in Christ. Yes. And a lot of people on the outside world believe that you can't have fun right. when you're following Christ, and that oh, is sure. the furthest thing from the truth. And can you sure. tell us some of the things that you do? I know you said the skate room, but what are some other things that you do, you two do to have fun? Yes. Well, one of the things we try to do, being that we're not only married, we're married in ministry, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. we try to bring that same mindset to uh, the church, uh, to uh, not just the married couples, the marriage ministry, but to the entire church, mm -hmm. to have balance. Yeah. You know, yeah. Balance is huge in our ministry. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want anybody to think that because you're a Christian, because you're saved, that you cannot have fun. Right. Exactly. We, we do all kinds of things to have fun. Yeah. Uh, at the church and here at the house, uh, the 2120 Jazz, uh, our year-end celebrations are epic in the city. Yes. We, we, we don't do watch night. We dropping balloons. We got music. We got uh, the arts are on display. We do all kinds of stuff. We got 80s nights that we're doing. Uh, uh, we're going on marriage retreats. Uh, everybody's dressing up in the 70s. And, and I mean, just all kinds of stuff because God does not get offended when his children have fun. That's right. And I think uh, believers miss that because they think that they're going to offend God if they laugh. Right. And, and what happens is if they develop that mentality, and you don't know how to enjoy each other, yes. uh, that right. creates a wedge and yeah. the enemy can slip in through any crack you give him. Yes. You know, if I, sometimes I remember I just tickle her. <laughs> I tickle her because I know her to make her, I know her, to make her laugh. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 they clown on me left and right. I told them I'm going to put some cameras up in the house and I'm going to film <laughs> some of this stuff. I'm going to make me some money. I'm going to call Oprah and say, you want a reality show? You need to see this. I mean, they let me have it. I mean, <laughs> but you know what? I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way That's at all. I love it. Because this is my buddy. This this is my best friend. This is my ride or die. The, uh, yeah. the whatever colloquialism you want to use, she's that. Yeah. And so I, I just I just love it. That there's no as long as it doesn't offend God, as long as it doesn't offend heaven, as long as it doesn't contradict with the scriptures, yeah. hey, we're wrong this. You know, we're we gonna, we gonna go out to eat, we're gonna have fun. Uh, we know we can't necessarily do the club thing, so we try to create atmospheres at the church so the saints can have, what was the thing we just did before? Before, uh, and, you know, they got to dance and do that thing. We do so much of that, I'm trying to remember which one it was. Uh, but, but they get to, you know, um, uh, our Twitter award show is a big hit at the church. And, yes. and different things that we do so that the saints can have an outlet and they can enjoy each other, uh, leave the kids at home so we can come in and just just have fun because saints need that. Yeah. Yeah. Marriages need that. That's true. With all this stuff that's going on, we need a reason to laugh. Yeah. And, yeah. and tell them all that do not lose that ability to have fun yeah. with each other because yeah. if you lose that, you create a crack and the enemy needs just a sliver to get in. That's it. That's right. We try to keep them out with everything we got. That's so true. <laughs> I've had the chance to see your Twitter awards and, and any of you out there, LCE, which is a life-changing 
experience worship mm -hmm. center. That's what they go by. But in, at the end, we'll let them give you the information. But you should go to their website, see some of the stuff that they do. I have witnessed their Twitter awards. I thought they it was like the Grammys. <laughs> they had everything all decked out. You get a chance to dress up, put on your evening gown. I love it. Yes. Uh, they give yes. their their um their congregants awards, different awards in the church. It's just like being at the Grammys. Oh, that's beautiful. It, it, it is absolutely awesome what you do, that sauce that you have in your relationship, in your church, because that's what you have a lot of young people at your church. And that's what a lot of churches are missing because there's something there's not anything there for the young people or nothing that they can relate to. And pastor, I seen you relate out there. I didn't see you out there jamming, buddy. But <laughs> I know that you are a man of God. I know that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. I know yeah, that you yeah. do not compromise the word of God, not one bit, but yet you are a pastor that can relate to everyone in your church. You're not so stiff-necked and full right, of the Holy right, Ghost that right. you can't have fun. Right. And that's what I like about you, and that's what I like about your marriage. Yeah. That's awesome sauce. <laughs> that's that sauce. Awesome mm -hmm. sauce. Yes, it is. Yes, that it is. is that sauce. So being that we announced that your daughter, Darian, she just got married. Mm -hmm. what, what would you recommend, let's say to ladies, and either one of you can answer this question, because I remember, because my daughter is down there with you and you guys are like her second parents right now. And ever since she's been there, and I saw a little card that has some things to look out for a possible mate. <laughs> and she said, this came from pastor. What is the thing that, you think couples should be qualities that they should be looking for in one another so that they can have a marriage like you have? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a very good question. I'm, 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 I'm gonna give you from, from the male point of view, and okay. I'm gonna let you give them from the female point of view. Okay. Uh, um, coincidentally, I'm right in the middle of a teaching uh -huh. that, that, that deals with a lot of this we're talking about, but what you referred to that card, long time ago, I did a, I did a message called The Interview. Yes. And I, I went I went through a litany of questions that a a, a single person kind of slant toward the, the young lady mm -hmm. should uh, ask a young man that's that's trying to, you know, date her or mm -hmm. sniff up, you know. Yeah. And so so I, I did the message, so I did a card and I shrunk it down to where they can keep it in their in their purse. So if they're on a date, they can sniff it out and look down. <laughs> Ask the question, and some of them actually literally do that. Mm -hmm. But but they need to know stuff like, uh, what is your religious affiliation? Uh, do you know God? Uh, do you know anybody that know God? <laughs> I mean, do, uh, are you saved? Do you attend church anywhere? Uh, what are your goals and aspirations? What's your educational level? I I, I want to know uh, credit scores. I want to know any kind of way you can craft the question to find out information that you need to know. What do you think about women? Yeah. Uh, uh, how did your dad treat your mom? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, all of these particular things that a young lady would need to know, uh, they need to ask and they need to ask uh, within, you know, that, that, that there's like a window, uh, two or three or four date window yes. that you need to find out some critical information and I always say it like this, you need to know this before you get, before your chest get in it. Because right. if, if, if the young man gets in your chest, mm -hmm. it's hard to get him out. That's right. And you will overlook a lot of things. That's right. Because he's, he, 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 he's, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like your heart has incarcerated him mm. and you don't want to let him out. And so mm -hmm. the scripture says stuff like, you know, uh, love colors a multitude covers a multitude of sin. I know in context, that's talking about Christ. But the principle of that is when you get in love with, with become in love with somebody, it'll cover a whole lot of stuff that you should be looking at. Okay. That's true. Yeah. You you would you would look over a whole lot of stuff because mm -hmm. now I've fallen in love. <laughs> <laughs> so so th th that's just a few. I'm, I'm trying to taper myself with some talk, but don't don't talk so much. Because I can Pastor, <laughs> can you give us your opinion on that? I just think um, pretty much the same thing what he said, but 
you know, I think you got to get to know a person too. And yeah. a lot of times we don't take time to get to know people. Yeah. Uh, Pastor and I dated for four years. I'm not saying everybody got to date that long, but we were young. Yeah. And um, so we needed that time to, to get to know each other. We met each other at 18, at the age of 18. So 18 was a little too young, actually, for us to get married. But get to know that person, know the real. Because, you know, he always teaches us that a lot of times representatives uh, show up in the beginning mm -hmm. so it takes time for you to get to know that real person yes so make sure you get to know him you know and then for us ladies you know we got to make sure he got a job that's mm -hmm. right. i mean this is just true we got to make sure that he's a working able-bodied person make sure he got goals yes. you know what i'm saying make sure he got goals because this is somebody that you want to build a life with so if he don't have any goals you know, that's a sign right there because, you know, what's your long-term goal? You know, not just your short-term goal, but what, what, what is down the future? Make sure he's a provider. Make sure he knows how to handle stuff. Make sure he knows how to handle his finances. You know, a, a lot of times we look at the surface, you know, he looked good. Okay, he looked good. That's cool. <laughs> but what's on the inside of that looking good? What's on the other side? You know, I need to know. And so that's one of the things that we taught our, our daughters is to make sure that there's some substance there. Uh, you know, make sure there's more than just a cute face or, or a handsome face and a nice body. But what is we going to be able to build together in yes. the future? Exactly. So that, those are some of the things that, that you know, I really talk to uh, young ladies about, about looking at because, you know, we've, we've been there, seen that, that years later, um, yeah. you know, they had a wish they thought that through a little bit better before they took that leap so quickly. So yeah. take your time. Take yeah. your time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord. Sylvia, you have a question? That's absolutely beautiful, Sarita. We have a chance for one more. I would like to um, ask one more if we have time. And that would be, uh, what can you say to the couples uh, when one spouse wants more than the other? In essence, their heart is not in it. What can you say to those couples that are listening? Because we, as you all know, it's a lot of pressure going on and people are losing it. So what can you say to those, to those couples that find it that one, one couple, one spouse want more than the other? In essence, the other just basically, his heart is just not there. Their heart is just not in it. Now, are, are, you, are you saying more from the other spouse or more out of life? More uh, in, in the, the marriage. More in the marriage. Okay. Marriage. That's where I think um, a serious... Um, now, I'm going to go back to something else, but I'm going to say this first. That's where a serious conversation needs to be had between the two. I mean, a serious, uh, maybe even away from the house, get them out of, them out of the, the, their, their comfort zone, pull them away, go to a park, go to a beach, sit down somewhere and have a heart-to-heart, face-to-face, look-me-in-my-eye conversation yeah. and be honest with each other. Yeah. Ask honest questions. Let 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 that person know where your heart is, what you're feeling, yeah. um, um, the 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 depth of your feeling. Uh, whether whether your feeling is pulling you away, mm -hmm. you know, from the from the unit, right. or whether it is drawing you, you know, because people are either driven or drawn. That's and right. So 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 you need to have a serious conversation. Second thing I would I would recommend is they need to get some good Christian counseling. Yes. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Sit down with someone, a third party, that need, preferably neither one of them know. Mm -hmm. If they go to, they attend the church and they trust talking to their pastor, they need to yes. sit down with them, uh, mm -hmm. preferably both pastor and wife, a pastor and co-pastor, pastor, first lady, whatever that, that, that their dynamic is, yes. and, and have a serious conversation because we are bound by scripture not to have uh, a biased opinion about anything. Right. We're right. going to give you what does say at the Lord, and then we're going to give it to you based on our experience. Yeah. That's all we have. We can counsel the scripture, and we can tell you our experience and what has worked. Yes. So whatever worked for us, that's what we're going to tell you. Yeah. Because right. you know the scripture says you should know them by their fruit. Right. If we got fruit over 30, 31 years going on, yeah. then some, uh, 
you, you may need to pay a little bit of attention to the fruit. That's right. You know, so that's, so that's those two main things that you. <laughs> but but that conversation is huge. Yeah, yes, I it is. Have a, a heart. I'm in a serious heart to heart. Finally, and, and that doesn't matter if someone just got married, been in it for a small amount of time, or been in it for a long time. That's right. You can be in marriage for a long time and be just as distant mm -hmm. as possible. You've got to have that honest conversation with each other. That's awesome. Ooh, well, thank That's you awesome. so much. I tell you guys, you have truly blessed us. Yes, you have given us some information and our listeners that we all could use to spice up our own relationships. Yes. After Daryl, co-pastor Karen, thank you so much. And we just want to just let the listeners know that if you have any issues out there, any life issues that you're struggling with, you don't have to deal with these issues alone. There oh, are people and individuals out there who are willing to help you. Now, yeah, a yeah. burning love outreach, we are here to assist. My co-host Sylvia, she has numerous um, ministries and outreaches. And Sylvia, will you let the listeners know if they need additional help, where they can contact you because um, Sylvia is a life coach, a recovery coach. She's a counselor and um, she would be more than willing to help you if you could let them know how to contact you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sarita. It's just been a blessing. Thank you, uh, pastor and co-pastor. I tell you, I've gleaned a lot myself. This is a passion for me as married couples and and so forth and so on. Just wanted to see the love of God flowing through marriages. And you can follow uh, Jubilee Community Development Corporation at, uh, that's J-U-B-I-L-E-E-C-D-C dot -E -E org. You also can find us on, on the social media as well. Just Google Jubilee Community Development Corporation and Destiny Consultant Life Coaching at Instagram. And uh, our phone number is 877-360-1177. I look forward to hearing from you. We are all here, like Sarita said, to help you. You do not have to take this journey alone. So whatever you're facing in life, we're here to help you along your journey of success, prosperity, and wholeness of life. Thank you, Serena. You are so welcome. And those nuggets that Pastor Montgomery and co-pastor yes. Montgomery have shared with us, I pray that you would apply them to your life. It was just too short. It was. <laughs> <laughs> this was just way, way, way too short. Yes. But thank God for the time that you have given us today. And again, like I said, you do not have to travel this journey alone. There are many individuals, many resources yes. out there for you. And if you're listening to this, you're listening for a reason. Correct. It's not by happenstance that you ran across this podcast. And we just thank inspiration for your day, for allowing a burning love moment to come on your podcast. And if you'd like to contact a burning love outreach, you can reach us at burningloveoutreach.org. And if you would like to um, partner with us. We would love that. You can become a one-time donor or you can become one of our monthly donors. Yes. And, and like I said, we are reaching out to individuals who are suffering. Many people are suffering from different yes. areas of life, different struggles of life. And if it's not drug abuse, even though Burning Love Outreach, we um, cater to drug abuse and addiction, we will point you in the right direction. We will help you Get what you need in order to be what God has created you to be. And you, I want you to know you're from a royal priesthood. There is greatness in you. Mm -hmm. No matter how, you yes. feel, how low you may feel today, there is greatness in you. So yes. we want to be a catalyst that you can lean upon and that you can get that help. And pastors, do you have any last words for our listeners today? You got to give us something to go home with. <laughs> yes. Don't lose hope. Um, uh, quick nugget, if you're having conversation of difficulties, agree to disagree, but stay friends yeah. and mm -hmm. keep moving forward. Yes. Uh, God has much in store for you. You can make it through anything. 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 You can make it through it, but stay with God and stay with each other. Oh, that's beautiful. The rest of the work itself out. Oh, yes. Amen. Well, we thank you again. Remember, listeners, don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Thank you Amen. for joining us. Please um, continue to tune in to a burning love moment. We will continue this segment of love, and we look forward to seeing you on our next broadcast. Thank you. 
Are you or someone you love struggling with the chains of drug addiction? Do you feel like there's no hope or no escape from your situation? My name is Sarita Jones. I am the founder and president of Burning Love Outreach. This ministry is based upon my real life experience. Led by the Holy Spirit, I traveled from a life of darkness and despair, suffering from drug abuse and addiction, to be reborn to a life filled with light, hope, and love. My goal is to see others experience the same joyful rebirth, to be bigger, bolder, and more valuable than they have ever imagined. For speaking engagements that will inspire a change in your community, please visit my website at burningloveoutreach.org. Remember, God has a plan for your life. So don't give in, don't give out, and don't give up. Thank you to Pastor Sarita Jones-Harshaw and the Montgomery's for sharing their beautiful story. Wasn't that inspiring? And uh, coming up, we've got more music, back-to-back reggae and maybe some soca mixed in there just to give everybody a taste of what they like. And then don't forget, Redemption Road at the uh, on the latter half of the hour. I shall stand still and behold Jesus Christ when he cracked the sky. Nicholas told them sorry, but we don't deal with bombs and ammunitions, no. We don't know too many politicians, no. And we don't have no big affiliations. We run up in all the secret place and make our petitions to charge. God alone. Pity thing them never know. When they touch, we they touch the Lord's anointed, and that is true. We've been very true for tonight, but tell me what am I gonna do? Who did a play with the mantle where them a carry For those who lose the faith and a because them couldn't tarry For who a commit murder and a hide on the alley And a keep arms house down at the valley Misery For who a sell the gospel like a food pan trolley And a turn God cheap in a puppet and dolly To try compare the great pattern with a rich to negative nothing marry When Jah arise All his enemies will scatter For ways to run on many ways to die Somebody shout hallelujah Jehovah God will make you a winner For whatever, but for the never Jehovah God will make you a winner Somebody shout hallelujah on Redemption Road. Are you saying that we're not completing the six months contract here and you're dragging us back to Dominica? Boy, take it easy, babe. I am not going back to Redemption. You will have to pay some serious cash to make this man assassinate the PM. Nah, that's the beauty of it. He'll do it for nothing. Impossible. Delroy Widow Maker Johnson is our man for the job. For all our sakes, please come back. You're the only one that can keep him calm. But he fired me. You need a Dominican on that team. But I'm afraid you will have to vacate the premises. 
What? Donna is my child. I can forgive her. But you see that man, Felix Perryman? Jamais, jamais he killed my charity. Why, yeah, yeah. Here we go again. Take the job if you know what's good for you. Oh, yeah? And if I don't? You will be back in the hole before you know it. This time for good. This is the story of a man on the road to redemption. He has repented of his sins and is now ready to resume his life and role as a deacon of Redemption Pentecostal. But first, he must convince everybody, including himself, that he is worthy of a second chance. Deacon White sits at a meeting with the church board to determine his fitness to continue in his role. So, you feeling okay, Deacon? Would you like a drink of water, I mean? That's okay. I'm fine, thank you. You sure you're fine, Deacon? You were only in the rehab place for three months. People can really get better so fast. I've learned a lot about coping mechanisms in my time away, and I'm dealing with the issues that triggered my alcohol abuse. So you have issues too? I'm talking about the problem that make me want to drink. I'm dealing with them. I'll get to the point, Deacon White. We don't know if we can trust you not to lead our young members astray or to conduct the basic duties of your office. I think you should take some time off or resign. Hmm. That's very funny. I said almost those same words to Felix Perryman 15 years ago. As for him, I believe, based on my long-standing history in this church and my years of service, that I've earned some trust. How can you stand in the pulpit again and tell people not to drink and drinking is a sin? It's precisely because I have been through this addiction that I am qualified to warn people about it. I have experienced firsthand how easy it is to use alcohol to numb your pain and I have experienced how hard it is not to take a drink when the world is pressing you down. I have also experienced the love and forgiveness of God and His restoration in my life. I don't know, Deacon. Those are fine words, but you know a Deacon is to set the example for the congregation by living a righteous life. If it has to be, I will apologize to the congregation for failing in the task. If they will forgive me and give me a second chance, I promise I will not fail again. It's funny how when Pastor Felix was going through his commerce, you were the one saying, no second chances. I was definitely wrong. Really changed, Papa. I think we have learned from our past mistakes. Deacon White, I believe I speak for all of us here when I say we are pleased to have you resume your duties. And we pray that God continues his healing work in you. Thank you, brother. While Deacon White is pleased to be back in redemption, his daughter-in-law Donna struggles with her desire to leave. Thomas, I thought I asked you to sweep the yard. I want to go check my friends. You can go after you sweep the yard. And don't make me have to tell you anything twice again, you hear me? We just here for two days and you're on my back already. Tommy? Okay, I go in, I go in. You okay, hon? I'm fine. Okay, so you're not fine. Come sit, talk to me. I don't want to. This is not like you at all, come on. I'm sorry. I just feel so tired. In Tobago for the first time, I felt like I was appreciated, like they were happy with the work I was doing, and I was really feeling like I was making a difference. Over here, you know what happened when I went to pick up groceries yesterday? When we had just come back from the airport? Yeah. I went into Marjon's shop, and two ladies from the church were there. I said hi to them, and as I passed them, I heard one tell the other, that's the one of the child for the married pastor. 
That's all I will ever be to them, Robin. I'm sorry, babe. But we are not promised a life without challenges, right? As a matter of fact, the Christian life is full of troubles. But God delivers us out of everyone. You need to see our village as your mission field. God has called you back here for a purpose. What purpose is that? To serve him wherever you are for his glory. This is so hard. I don't know how I can do that. Holy Spirit power within you, babe. Pray and ask God to strengthen you through this valley. Let's do that right now. We'll be back in a moment. Felix Perriman is clearing a section of his farm for planting. At first, he doesn't notice the woman in white emerging from the bush. Oh boy, I don't need this now. Hello, fallen shepherd. What happened, Gile? You come to cool wash me again? Some people head hard. You have to knock sense into them, and you, your head is especially hard. I come to tell you, you don't have far to go now. You have one more mountain to climb. Mountain? I don't understand. What do you mean I don't have far to go? A good father disciplined the child he loved to correct that child when he go off the path. First, every wicked way must be exposed. Then the child must confess and repent. You follow me? Mm, yes, I think so. Every wicked way must be exposed, you hear me? Everyone. So, you want me to take my own life in my hands? Let me ask you that. Do you ever speak in plain English? Why is it always a riddle or parable? Why can't you just say what you have to say? When the son of man walked this earth, him talking parables, am I better than my master? Okay, Papa. You finish with me now? Not yet, but soon. Well, I can't wait now. You're like a mosquito in my ears. Felix puts down his cutlass and goes into the house. He calls his wife, Miriam. Hello, Miriam. Can we talk? No. Wait. Don't hang up, please. I miss you so much. I really can't help you with that, eh? I'm moving back to Chicago permanently next month. Once all the paperwork is done. Paperwork? Paperwork? Our divorce, Felix. Make sure you sign the papers when you get them. I do not want any hold up. Please. Oh. oh God. I can't imagine my life without you. Can't you find it in your heart to forgive me? Hi. Am I having deja vu or what? Look now. I've been down this road with you too many times. I'm not playing games with you. I'm not playing hard to get or making you jump through hoops to win me back. Look, Felix, I love you, but I do not want to be your wife anymore. I do not trust you. And without trust, we don't have a marriage. It's that simple. Miriam, can we at least try marriage counseling? We've put so much into our relationship. How can we just give it up? Where is your faith in God to bring us through? My faith in God is completely intact. I just don't have faith in you. Look, Felix, now Keith has gotten into university in Chicago, I'm going to go up with him and help him get settled in. Keith got ac accepted? He didn't even tell me. He didn't? Well, actually, I'm not surprised, you know. He told me your last conversation didn't go well at all. At least he could have told me that, after all. 
are we done here please do not call me unless it has something to do with the kids wait wait i need to tell you something i am considering going to a lawyer a criminal defense lawyer to get some of my to get some things off my chest and see where it goes what fresh hell is this don't even start with me i know i, I know just uh, take it easy uh, please listen back when stacy told me about our baby she demanded a huge sum of money from me to keep quiet about it i panic and i did something foolish well 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 that nice christian lady blackmailed you you really know how to pick them felix <laughs> but you know what i don't see how this is my problem hang on i went to black for the morning after all he was my friend or so i thought since we grew up together he gave me the money but later offered me a deal instead of paying him back i would launder the money for him through the church soon after i paid her off he began donating to the church donations that i used to uh, well i can't tell you any more for now but let's just say if i had to do this it would bring trouble what felix who are you i mean really who are you don't say that you know me i've just made some mistakes serious ones you're a criminal why are you telling me this now we have been married for almost 30 years and all this time i i don't even have any more words anymore i started taking some money skimming off the top i saved it in an offshore account as a nest egg for you and the kids if anything should happen to me i guess i felt i didn't have god's protection because of what i was doing and i needed my own insurance ah wow be honest with yourself now that money wasn't for us it was for you to escape if black ever decided to finish you off maybe that's true but i promise you i had that money for you and the kids anyway i'm thinking of talking to a defense lawyer what lawyer is going to take you on you are accusing the prime minister of the country of being a money launderer you know what i don't want no part of this tell carla to come and meet me by my parents and i'm taking she and keith out of dominica you can do whatever you want my children not going to suffer for your sins just send my daughter for me you hear me well lord i can't blame her i know this is the right thing to do so please give me a strength to confess my sins regardless of the consequences I only ask that you spare them from whatever raft is coming my way if I do this. They don't deserve to pay for my mistakes. Redemption Road will be right back. At the private residence of Prime Minister Black, Delroy Johnson meets his new client. Delroy Johnson, huh? I used to follow your career. You were really good. Ute bon, powerful. I made a lot of money betting on you. I was planning on winning big on your title fight. I don't know what to say. Say thank you. You were in a class of your own. Do you realize you could have been the youngest middleweight champion in boxing history as well as the first Dominican in the WBA? Yes, my boy, you was on your way. Thank you, Mr. Prime Minister. Call me Reggie. So why you want to work for me? How can I trust you? You're a convict. For one thing, I didn't ask for this job. I got a call asking me, no, telling me to take the job. I wasn't going to add to my security team, but Nita convinced me. I still wasn't sure, but Nita mentioned Delroy Widowmaker Johnson. I thought, I'll look at you in your eye before I made a decision. The truth is, I was having a hard time finding a job as an ex-con. Have you ever met Deputy Prime Minister Miss King? No sir. Good. Keep it that way. Go see Russell. He's in charge. He'll assign you in your area and provide you with the gear. Thank you sir. I mean Reggie. One more thing Delroy. 
Follow Russell others as if it were mine. Keep me safe and you and I will get along famously. You can leave now and ask Nita to come in, please. Okay, no problem, sir. Thanks. Time for your medicine, Reggie. I don't need those pills. Please, Reggie. It will make me feel better if I know you're okay. <sighs> All right. Give them to me. Your cell is ringing. I'll check it later. Give Blanca my love. It's not Blanca. I don't know her. If that's how you want to play it, you're cute girl, but you're not smart. Remember how I deal with traitors, Nita. No mercy. Majan is happy. She has a new spot for her shop and is living with her good friend Ma Rogers, who is proving surprisingly generous. You clean up the place good, man, Ma John. Yes, we. Thanks so much for giving me the space. Mm-hmm. How much money are you making a month now? Not plenty now. I can cover rent and a few bills. Why are you asking me that? Well, I think it's only fear to pay me a little something for the space. But Ashanti tell me I can use there for free. Who does you think that is now? I don't mind you sell your little goods. I'm not charging you rent. But after all, not checking you should give me a little something one friend then. So how much do you want? Well, not much. Like, like half. Half? Okay, prefer 70%. I can do maths, you know. I'm very good at maths. You not doing it right. Okay. You keep 50%, I will get 50%. Best just tell me how much you want for rent, we? Well, if it's so you want it, no problem. I was going to charge you rent, but if you want to pay rent, okay. Uh, just give me what you were paying at the other place. Fine. See? What a good friend I am. You want to pay rent? I let you pay rent. So, happy now. So ungrateful. Let me come out in your shop, then. Oh, I take a nothing of Vienna sausage for my breakfast, eh? It's on my account. Delroy and Felix meet up at the Perriman farm. They carry heavy burdens, and their life decisions have thrown them together. Perhaps it is God's will that they help each other to shoulder the burdens. I think I am in serious trouble, Brother Felix. You're talking about that strange phone call you had for your new job? I told you, do not trust Black. It's not even Black I'm worried about. Turns out he's a big fan of the old me as a boxer. Not surprised. He would like anything destructive and vile. So far, he is okay. He crazy, but he cool. But making me nervous too. At first, he didn't even want to give me the job. Then last week, he made the boss change my post. And now I'm inside or just outside of his office door. Anywhere he go, he have me close back, but I get in those weird calls more often too. Sometimes the person doesn't say nothing. Other times they just make threats and hang up. So, so you think Black is up to something? He knew you and I are friends? Of course he does. He even mentioned you a few times, but I change the subject each time. He don't like you now. Well, no surprise here. What could that uh, bass, that... Uh, you up to. Dealing with black on any level is a dangerous business. <laughs> the thing is, the girl, Nita, his assistant follows him everywhere. A couple times he shout at her to get out and how he don't trust her. <clears throat> I just don't know, brother. We're going to have to try to get to the bottom of it, but I need to tell you something. 
I'm thinking of going to a defense lawyer and bear my soul. See if I can break through from my past mistakes once and for all. Everything? Everything from the beginning. Everything I did for Black in the old days, all of it. You know what that means, right? Yes, but I feel I have no choice. I've lost everything I love, the church, my family. I mean, I'm tired of being afraid of Black and what he might do. At this point, I have nothing to lose. Except your life. You know better than anyone how dangerous this guy is. Not only that, it could mean prison for you again if Black don't get you first. If you confess to crimes, they could charge you too. And since he's PM, he can afford the best lawyers. He might even get off. True. But I really think it's what the Lord wants me to do. I trust that he will give me the strength to get through whatever happens. If it means I have to lose my freedom or my life, I'm not going to let Black intimidate me anymore. I'm done. Okay. Just so you know, whatever you're planning to do, I with you. You want to take him down? I'll help. Exactly. For now, only two people know about my intentions. You and my wife. Ex-wife, you mean? You sure you can? Of course. She would never betray me. Okay. I have your back all the way. Me and the man above. Yeah, may the Lord guide our way and protect our path as a light unto our feet. Amen. And that's where we will end things today. Thank you so much for having joined me for another inspiration for your day. I really hope that it put a smile on your face, a sense of renewed hope in your spirit, and just, you know, made you feel good. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. That's how we wrap things up today. If you are looking for a church service online, check out the lakesidechurch.ca for live stream services, 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. They also have Facebook prayer meeting um, on Tuesday afternoons at 7.30 p.m. And you can check them out on Facebook at the Lakeside Church Toronto on Facebook. That's it, everybody. God bless you richly and have a wonderful week. Vine a adorarte, vine a apostarme, vine a decir que eres Dios. Solo tú eres cambio, solo tú eres digno, eres asombroso. I'm